Oh, it's Friday. It's the news, according to me. Good Friday morning. 6.53 a.m., much later than I expected, and it's uh, February 23rd. Friday, February 23rd, 2024. All I have is one cup this morning. And I can... Can guess that you probably know. You can probably guess what's in my cup. When I only have one choice, typically, at least from my home studio here, I'm here. I'm here at the home studio this morning. Not sure how that's going to work out on Monday. Um, however, this is uh, an opportunity I have to have the the big shoe, the big shoe here this morning. It looks like all of March uh, will also have uh, Friday shows. Will it be? It'll be. It'll be the big. Sh- it'll be the big show. The I have. Um, only one issue, I guess, at this point with the Friday thing, and that's going to be that the um, time for today, anyway, the time for today will, will not be very long. I typically have these breakfast things I do on Fridays quite often. So unfortunately, that kind of gets in the way of me being able to get the show done properly. I'd, I'd like to do a, be able to do get to the point where I can do a nine o'clock, the the, the the, the goal this year is to be able to do a Friday 9 a.m. live show on Rumble as well as Podbean at the same time. That's, the, that's kind of the goal this year. By the end of the year, I'll be able to do that every, 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 at least once, probably, probably the last Friday of the year. I'll be able, and the power will probably be out for something. something AT&T will be, you know, have the communications. I don't have AT&T. I've got Verizon. I guess yesterday AT&T had some real serious issues causing a lot of problems. I know that uh, the company I work for, do some work for, they had problems. I, I didn't do any work for them this week. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, they didn't have anything for me at all this week. I, I was ready and ready, raring, raring to go, ready and raring, like, so, as they say, as, as what a horse does, ready and raring, raring to go. And uh, they, they, they called me at one point and then they, about 10 minutes later, they said, ah, never mind, disregard what I learned you. So I said, okay, well, just send me a check then. And they do, they'll send me a check. They they pay me just to be sitting around. That's, that's the way that's the way it works. It's the American dream, I guess. To get, just sit at home and get paid get a paycheck. If I can only sit at home, that'd be nice. Can't quite can't. It's a little bit too far away from the main, main uh, from the uh, from the mothership there. <clears throat> so this morning, I have uh, I have a lot of things to cover, and of course, unfortunately, the the show is not going to be an hour long. It's only going to be about a half hour long. But that's uh, if it, if that, so I have to kind of start folding things up here and get things posted yet back before seven thirty. But it, I have um, a couple of things I want to play. There's been a lot going on this week. Uh, of course, now there's there's the, the trucker strike strike that started up. Uh, this they're not, they're only striking New York, and my understanding is uh, there's been about a thirty percent, or expected to be about a thirty percent decrease. Now, I don't know how long this is going to last. It may last. They're saying it's going to last for three years. It's it's a basically a boycott. A lot, a lot of independent truckers are just basically saying they're not going to go to New York. Now, my understanding is there are even some guys that are not working as independents. They're saying they won't they won't take shipments to New York. Uh, they're going to lose their jobs, and then, and there there's there's guys that are willing to do that. And, and what's unfortunate about that right now. Uh, now, you haven't seen any trucking companies saying that. Again, this gets back to the whole thing of politics is politics until it starts to interfe- interfere with the, the checkbook. And then they, you know, they don't, uh, they try to, to try to be a little bit less, even when, even when the owner of the company, I, I happen to know, well, I shouldn't say I know the, the owner now. The, the, I, I personally knew the owner of a major trucking company in this country. I had several conversations with him and he, uh, I know him. I know he. I know he. I know who he would have voted for. Now his children are running the show. His two sons are running the show now. I don't know for sure uh, how they are politically. I don't. And again, I don't. I don't know that they're even involved in politics. I, now, personally, I, I think I know where they might. Who they voted for? Who they might vote for this? This in twenty four. Twenty four. However, I don't know that they let the company get. You know, they don't, which I think is fine. Companies don't have to get involved in this mess. That's, that's not why we 
I, I just assume that company, you know, places like Target and Walmart, whatever the you know restaurants, whatever they are, food chains of any kind, big companies, even sports, just just stop getting involved in social issues. I, I just I, I don't see it. <clears throat> Oh, you're just uh, well, gotta be so gotta, gotta get social awareness. Gotta get awareness out there. No, this is just awareness of your self righteousness or what you perceive to be righteous. That's all it amounts to. Take a knee at the national anthem. See how that affects the country. Oh, I'm doing good for the country. I'm bringing awareness. But my knee is. I'm taking a knee. What are you taking a knee for? You know, you, you realize Colin Kaepernick changed his story a couple times on why he was taking a knee. It changed. So really, really, what are you convicted about here? What, what, is, what is your deep conviction in your soul that causes you to take a knee at the national anthem? The very anthem for the country that gave you the right to take a knee. These people ever think about that. They will promote other countries that you do that. You do that in some countries. Uh, you'll you'll be cut off at the knees. They'll say, "Okay, you want to take a knee? We'll just we'll just take your knee then. That way, you, you just, we don't have to worry about it anymore. You just stay down there and hobbling around in a camp somewhere." That's the way that works. You get the right. You get the right to shake your fist. At your, at, the, at, the, at, your, at your government. That's, that's perfectly fine. Government doesn't have the right to squelch you or, or squash you from that. And I'll, I'll stand up and fight for your right for that. But don't start, don't start thinking that we're supposed to just cave into your idea that communism is the way to go. That collectivism is, is what we need in this country. There's just all kinds of other social issues we could get into. But it, okay, anyway, you know what? I uh, hate to tell you this, but I, <laughs> I have notes for today and I left them somewhere. I have no idea where I left them. I, I don't know what I did. And I'll wait a minute. They're right here. They were, yeah, they were under my cup. The, um, wonder what else might be under there. We have a couple things I want to talk about. One is the, uh, one little thought, you know, getting close to this election season, everything that's happening. Of course, Nikki Haley came out with this announcement. <sighs> I'm having a press conference. Now, can you imagine this woman as president? She, I, I saw this thing of her as she was going off on how the, the, the headline was, and I think it was on Forbes. The, the headline was Nikki Haley's plan to, Bring back fiscal responsibility and all, all this stuff. She goes on about all this stuff about how she fixed South Carolina. And she, she can do the same for the country. and Bring back fiscal responsibility, accountability, and all this other stuff. My, my, my first and only thought was, this is coming from someone who keeps, continues to spend money on a campaign that's, that's losing. That's, that she thinks somehow that she thinks she's winning if instead of getting 40% like they expected, she gets 45%. You know, I, I don't, somebody needs to, to let Nikki know that the first loser is second place. I, I, don't, I don't think she understands. You're still the loser. When, especially when there's only two people in the race. You're coming in dead last. Well, they all expected me to get 30% and I got 35 or 40%. Uh, so that just shows I need to stay in the race. <laughs> what? Well, I only got 20% the first time and I got 25% the next time. We're on the comeback. We can reach it. <sighs> Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Oh, my. Uh, 
but she continues to spend other people's because she's spending other people's money. She's spending campaign. Oh, he spent millions on uh, a lot of his campaign funds went to went to you know pay for his lawyers. What what are your what are your campaign funds going to pay for there, Nikki? What what are you paying for? Marketing firms. I, mean, I just. The, the, I'm starting to sound like Jean-Claude Pierre now. Jean, 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 Jean Pierre. She's French. I have, um, she would talk about one of the most inept, uh, out of their league people that are just batting way over her head. I don't, I don't know what the term is. She's playing badminton in a tennis court. I don't know. It's, it's she. I. Back to my notes. I have. Um, so, so this whole thing about you got to stop and think about this. Some of this stuff. One of the things that keeps keeps haunting me a little bit. A lot of these blue states that are trying to get Trump off the ballot. These people are. They're in charge of their election committees. They're they're in char- they're counting the votes. May I remind you, Atlanta, Georgia. In the middle of the night. What happened there? They're hiring. These are the people in charge of hiring firms to come in who formerly would have been Acorn, but now they busted up into about 12 different organizations. Oh, look, we just happened to find all these ballots under this table here after everybody, after the observers left. Oh, a water main broke. Oh, just a toilet overflowed. How many times are we going to take these kinds of stupid lies? Ridiculousness. They continue to do this stuff. We continue to just get, we just roll over. Oh, yeah, okay. Plausible deniability. No, you know what? Consequences and coincidences can only go so far. And after, after a while, it's like, okay, it's just, just a coincidence for the, for the 13,000th time now. I think we're I think we're on to you now. Finally, maybe let's hope so. Let's hope the country wakes up a little bit to this crap. Well, it's because it's Trump and he's a different animal. Trump is Trump is Trump is Trump is Trump. Oh, it's Trump! Okay, anything but Trump. Well, well, Biden actually tried to institute the Ministry of Information. Yeah, but it's not Trump. It's not, it was bad. But that wasn't Trump. It was just because Trump is Trump and it's Trump. Oh no. Uh, that gets me. That brings me to Stephen Colbert. Speaking of reactions to Trump, <clears throat> this guy is unhinged. I just, he is unhinged. Now, I want to talk a little bit first about this Letitia. Letitia. Quisha. Uh, she's going after Trump. The only reason I'm going to play this first is because it's the first thing on my phone to play. <clears throat> but I have... Um, so, this is an interesting situation. Uh, uh, Letitia came out recently. I talked about this yesterday in the show. She came out recently and, and basically announced that she, she Donald Trump says I'm, I'm they're, they're saying that I'm, I had some kind of campaign that I campaigned against Trump that I was that my whole camp my whole you know office was built on going after Trump and I I just no that's just a lie. Well, let's just hear it from her own mouth, shall we? Let's just hear what she had to say about this, because it's really... President of the United States has complained that I'm engaging in some sort of political witch hunt, that I've got some personal vendetta against him, that I campaigned against him. That is not true. Letitia James. That was courtesy of uh, Liberal Hive Mind. I've got a couple things on here from Liberal Hive Mind that he, he collected. That was his voice there at the end. So, so let's, let's listen for a second to some of the things Letitia James said during her campaign and some of the things that you don't dare say about this president or they'll, they'll cancel you right now, call you any, any Congress person in Congress who would say this kind of thing, especially, but any, any public official, or, well, they, they'll, they'll get right in your face. Will you deny, are you going to deny that you don't, that you think the election was rigged? Do you think the 2020 election was rigged? Answer the question. Yes or no, because this will, this will incriminate you for the rest of your life. We don't have to listen to anything else you have to say. No, all of your opinions are canceled. You say that. 
So let's, let's see what she had to say about Donald Trump during her campaign. Well, where is it? The president of the United States That's has complained. Oh, there we go. Here we go. He's an illegitimate president. His days are numbered. Everybody's days are numbered, but let me, let me just say this. Illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. Why, why is he illegitimate? Explain to me what happened that he's illegitimate. Explain, explain that one to me. It's just easy to say. He's an illegitimate president. If you say that about Joe Biden, the media will pounce on you like a cat on a toy mouse. And I just happen to know what that's like because we have a couple cats here. I was just, just relating that to something I know. Yeah. We've got to get ready to mobilize and we've got to get ready to agitate and irritate until victory is won, but more importantly, until Trump is defeated. This is who she is. The, the way she speaks in normal, in when she talks normally, this is the way she talks. Because she has passion inside of her. And she talks like this. Today, justice was served. This is theatrics, folks. It's just nothing but theatrics. She's trying to be portray this great leader of her society. She's a bumbling idiot. Oh, rise up and resist. Rise up and resist. I'm going to give you the same level of respect that you gave to President Obama, and that is absolutely no respect at all. They're saying lock him up, and she's saying what into the what lock him up? What lock him up? This is what we're dealing with, folks. This is this is what we have here, and she's denying all that. She's denying everything that she was recorded doing. And now there was, there, and there's there's more. There's a lot, a lot more video. There's the one where that one lady was saying, "Are you going to go after him for us? Are you gonna? Oh, I'm I'm gonna be his worst nightmare." I, she, she said, "Why should we vote for you?" Oh, I was just want to mention one name. This, this, this is the only reason, her, the top reason that she was, when she was flat out asked, why should we vote for you? Her reason, her flat out first reason she had, I have to mention one name, Donald Trump. We're going to go after him. Oh, I'm going to be his biggest pain. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that, that was her thing. And she's standing there denying it. Oh, Donald Trump says I'm coming. I just I was elected based. That's just because I came after him. Just because I just yeah, that's what you did. Because that's what he, why he's, the reason he's saying is because that's what you did. But don't you know? Don't believe your lying ears. Now, let's move on to a man by the name of Stephen Colbert. Colbert, I guess it's French. Whatever. I don't think he even knows how to pronounce it. I don't think he knows anything about his family. We have, we have, uh, they were probably slave owners. We have, we have, uh, John Stewart came out and had something to say about Joe Biden. And he was, he was fair. He, he went after both sides on this when he came out, which is surprising. Now, John, I don't agree with John Stewart's politics at all, but, it, but he, at least he's willing to go after Joe Biden. He's willing to call Spade Spade here. So let's see what John Stewart said about Joe Biden. It's probably the richest oh, this is, sorry, this is Nancy Pelosi. Let's, let's, go, with, let's go with this first. Uh, let's talk about Nancy Pelosi real, real quick. Nancy Pelosi's un, got this unhinged idea that Donald Trump is a Putin puppet. Now, now keep in mind, Putin came out and endorsed Joe Biden. And of course, the media flips out and says, oh, he's just, he's, he's, no, he's not, he's, he doesn't want Biden to be president. He's lying. Oh, they're, they're defending Biden in this whole thing. 
It, can you imagine how their heads would have exploded if Putin would have came out and endorsed Donald Trump? One of the reasons they like Biden is because he's predictable. You, you want your enemy predictable. That's why he went into Ukraine. Because he knew he could predict what Biden would do, and that was nothing. Sanctions. I've got I to compose sanctions. And then everything goes out. Don't forget, the, the sanctions hurt us worse than it did Putin. Putin's still selling his oil. But I digress. Let's talk about Nancy real quick and just uh, go over this whole thing. And, and I'm, I'm just going to play this audio <clears throat> because it, it, Nancy Pelosi has probably the one of the most popular, most consistent, outrageous cases of Trump derangement syndrome of anybody. Now, you have to understand the history of what, what happened here with, with Nancy, um, between, between what happened between Trump and Nancy. Donald Trump humiliated Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer in, this, in one fell swoop, one day. He exposed, he knew what was happening behind closed doors, where the, where the press wasn't allowed to be, when they were trying to negotiate when he initially had the, in his first term, I think it was just within a couple first, a couple months of his first, first term that he, he was, this was like March or April or something of, it was the beginning of the year in 2017. And he ended up calling in, they would have these meetings behind the scenes and what he couldn't describe or couldn't explain because it would just be his word against them, was that they were being absolute, impossible behind the scenes. And they would go out to the press and say one thing, and in closed meetings, they would say something else. And one day, there was this big press conference, and Nancy was there, Chuck was there, all these people were there. And... Trump brilliantly just said, hey, let's just open up this meeting to the – they were getting ready to go into a meeting talking about the budget or whatever they were talking about. And, and a lot of it had to do with the wall. They wanted, they wanted to fund the wall. And, of course – and by the way, we are spending about 10 times more on this illegal immigration setup that we've got going on right now. Than we are, than we would have spent on the wall, period. But we'll get into that a little bit later. And everything that Joe Biden is saying about, oh, oh uh, is it, what was the guy's name? Uh, Peter Ducey. He really laid it on Kareem the other day and just made it very clear that what Biden was saying was a clear, clearly a lie. These people just clearly lie all the time and they get away with it. They say, say one thing, do another, or say one thing and say another the next day and it's totally, they're totally, or say one thing about one person, but not, not it just, it blows my mind that they get away with this stuff all the time in the press. The press never held, holds them accountable. And when you do, you're the outlier, you're the crazy wacko guy that always brings up all these stupid questions and we're just going to walk off because you're just being, an un, you know, just unreasonable. Write you off. And of course, you got Jean Claude, Claude Pierre, Kieran, Pierre, whatever her name is. She's can't even communicate. She's like me when I get all flustered. So she, anyway, she ends up. Nancy has this has this. She's going nuts, and she says she makes statements once in a while, and and you have to take her at her word here because she. When she says this kind of stuff, she means it. She said something the other day. When she says stuff like, Donald Trump can never be allowed, we can never allow him back into the presidency to step one foot in the White House again. Oh, I hope he comes down here. I'm going to punch him out and I'm going to go to jail and be happy about it. 
trespassing. The, think about this. The president of the United States trespassing in Congress. If he steps foot on Congress on the, on the Capitol Hill, he's trespassing. That's what she says. He's trespassing. If Nancy goes to the White House and knocks on the door and they don't let her in, I, I guarantee you she would scream her. You would hear bloody murder screams. But, oh, Nancy has the right to say that the president of the United States is trespassing if he steps on Capitol Hill. A sitting president. This is the kind of people we're – this is the kind of derangement syndrome I'm talking about. I don't care who the guy is. I don't care who the that, – that's not, that's not trespassing. Sorry, Nancy. It's not. You're, you're, you're a little bit unhinged here. You might want to have a little check there on your on – your, I, I just – I don't – not, I'm not a look. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a. I'm not a physical therapist. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a lot of things. But I, you can see this in plain, plain as day. I can tell when someone's having a, an issue, when they're freaking out about something and it's affecting them, to the point of irrational behavior. And Nancy's got it, in spades. On steroids, well, whatever it is, I don't know what the term is. I don't know. So anyway, Nancy's having a meltdown. This thought of Donald Trump possibly getting back in the White House. So what we're going to do here is we're going to play this clip of her being interviewed. I think it's by CNN or MSNBC. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing. And she's going on about how now. There's a couple comments in here. She starts to make. And she kind of she gets sidetracked because of the delay. They, they, they haven't figured out yet that there's a delay in internet communication. Because the one person says something, by the time the other person hears it, and then starts to respond, and the other person who wants to hear the response hears that there's a delay going both ways. And so the person who's asked the question doesn't give them time to answer, doesn't give that delay a, a chance to do its thing. They start talking, and of course, then they interrupt the other person, and that delay is halfway through their uh, – the other person's already halfway through their sentence by the time they hear the delay back there. It, it's just – it's this, they haven't figured this stuff out. They're, you know, apparently, they're not professional enough yet to realize how this works. So what we've got here is we've got – Nancy saying saying this what she's saying here. Let's, let's just let's just proceed. We shall proceed with this with what with her comments here. Putin is probably the richest person. Putin in is the, the world. richest man in the, in the world. Probably the richest person in the world. Forget all these ratings that people have. The richest person in the world. <laughs> Forget all these ratings. <laughs> ah, Nancy, yeah. Forget all the numbers. Don't, 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 don't pay any attention to all the statistics and all the ratings and all the stuff and all the data. Putin is the richest person in the world. He's the richest person in the world. Forget all the ratings and stuff. <laughs> oh, why? Why do I put myself through this? So, okay, let's let's just go. Let's just go on. Also, the most well, not the most evil, stiff competition for that honor, but nonetheless, uh, among the top three or four most evil people in the world. What does he have on Donald Trump that he have to constantly be catering to Putin? He's constantly catering to Putin. Now, what she's getting at here, this almost, I'll set this up a little bit. What she's getting at in this process is Donald Trump came out and made a comment about NATO. He said, if you folks in NATO haven't been paying your bill, we're not going to step up and defend you. You pay up or you're out. This is the way you treat a tenant. This is the way you treat anybody in agreement where there's an agreement that everybody's going to pay and somebody doesn't pay and they still expect the service for it. If you're the member of a golf club somewhere, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in this exclusive club over here where we're all, you know, entitled to each other's protection or whatever. You know, it's, we're, all the, we're all in the same boat here. 
But if I don't pay for my membership and still expect my benefits, uh, there's a problem here. If you're not willing to put up financially, then I doubt if you're – what if we get attacked? Are you willing to put up your military, your resources to help us if we have a problem over here? If Russia attacks the United States, are you going to stand up for us? With all that money you save by not paying your benefits? But you expect us to. We're the least in, we are the furthest from Russia. Well, now unless you consider Alaska. The continental United States, contiguous U.S., for those of you who have no larger words, bigger words, like college words. We have much less of a chance of us having troops marched on us than Europe does. And all Trump was saying was, so they always like to twist around, oh, he's, he's for Putin. He thinks that Putin, he's going to encourage Putin to go ahead and attack NATO. No, he's, if, if you don't, what he's saying is, if you stop paying your dues, you don't belong to NATO. You don't have a right to call yourself NATO anymore. You need to get out of this thing. We're booting you out. I'm not going to protect you. In fact, I'm going to encourage them to come after you. That's, it's hyperbole. She, doesn't, she, doesn't understand. she uses it all the time, but she doesn't realize it. But now she's, her head's popping off because he's encouraging somebody to attack a NATO country. Listen to the rhetoric. He's This is dangerous. No, this is what they need to hear. Pay up or get out. So this is where we're at. But let's listen to Nancy as she blatters on about this. Putin, go into these countries, NATO countries. NATO was there to stop Russia, to keep Russia out. They had been successful for near. By the way, I'm pretty sure if Nancy ever lost her hands, she wouldn't be able to speak at all. She, she just, she has to wave her hands around in the sky because she's not sure how to, she's looking for words. Did this body language people would tell you Anybody who uses their, waves their hands around in the air that much when they're trying to talk. This is a serious insecurity problem. They're, they're reaching out there to try to gather up the words and try to pull them in. It's like a, it's like a weird phenomena thing. It's, I don't know how to explain it. So, She's doing, and of course, the whole time that she's talking, this is, this is her, she's talking to Jen Pasaki-saki, circle back Pasaki. She's talking, Jen is sitting there with this coy little look on her face with this kind of a, 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 a sneery smile. It's just kind of, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's very pathetic, by the way, it's just pathetic. So she's, go, she's going on about this thing about how she's all upset about this. And Putin's got something on Trump. Putin's got something on Trump. That's why he, he kowtows to her. That, that's why he or kowtows to, to, to Putin. He's got, got it because there's something financial. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but it's, not, it's something financial. Again, here we go with Russia, Russia, Russia. There's a whole, it's just the same thing out of the old playbook that we've gone over before. And she starts to talk about Mueller. Catch, catch this real quickly. She starts to make this comment about Mueller, the Mueller report, Mueller report, whatever you call it. And then she gets sidetracked and goes off in a whole different direction, whole different direction of something. It, she can't prove any of this. It's just the same crap she's always done. It's the same thing that now supposedly, you know, Adam Schiff was censored for lying to Congress for four years. But he still, he still contends. Well, the evidence was... It's there, but it's just, just you know, it's, it's not. It's circumstantial, circumstantial evidence. Oh, oh, oh there's, there's the circumstantial evidence. What's the circumstantial evidence? Well, it's right there. Everybody can see it. Uh, no, no, explain to me. No, no, see, I haven't been around for, I've been on, a, I've been living on an island by myself with no, no electricity for the last 10 years. Please explain to me, uh, what is the circumstantial? Well, everybody knows, just ask anybody. Uh, I'm asking you. 
you're anybody, or maybe you're not, you're nobody. I just, that's, that's, my, that's your choice. They will not explain to us the acts of racism without lying about it. The acts of whatever else they're, you know, this whole thing with the, the whole thing with committing fraud to the banks. The banks were happy with the whole deal. Nobody was damaged. And they want to do business with him again. And yet the government has decided they're going to fine him to have almost a half a billion dollars. And don't worry, that money's going to go to the people of New York City. Well, not the money he would have future done in, in future business in the, in the city because he's, they're not going to be for three years. He can't do business in the city now. And there's many other people who are not going to do business in the city. So good luck with all that. Hope that works out well for you because you're not going to have the, that tax base now for, that, for those people. So anyway, so let's go back. Let's go, keep on going here with what Nancy's blabbering on about. 75 years. We will celebrate that uh, security success. And then we have... What's his name? She, I usually have him nameless, saying um, he doesn't support NATO and and uh, uh, invite and. Cur- By the way, he does support NATO. Uh, we did still pay our bills with NATO, but what we what the whole time we were in NATO, he basically said we, and, and we need to get out of NATO. Why do we have NATO now? This question has been asked. Why do, why is NATO still in existence? The Soviet Union is gone. The Soviet Union is gone. That's what it was for. It was because of the Soviet Union. The NATO alliance was to combat the Soviet Union. Soviet Union is gone. Russia still exists. That's a whole different animal. And yet NATO still exists. We need something different if we're going to have another different kind of alliance. NATO did its job. Now we're still pouring money into it. Why? This is the question that Donald Trump is asking. Russia to invade NATO countries. He, he who shall not be named. I know Voldemort well, so there's another guy. Kind of <laughs> like him. What do you think? We're all wondering this question, Speaker Pelosi. What do you think Putin has on him? I mean, it sure seems like something, as you've said a few times, given that he refuses to criticize him, that he seems to be a fanboy of him. By the way, he does criticize him. He's not a fanboy. He'll say he's a great leader. He is. He's a dogmatic dictator. Yes. Ruthless. Yes. Hitler, in some ways, was a great leader. Not great in the, in the sense of goodness. Not at all. But among evil leaders, he was great. You have, to, you have to understand the context here. It's one of the greatest evil leaders we've ever had on the planet. He's not the only evil leader we've had on the planet. And I would say probably not the greatest. It'd probably be, that'd probably be an over, overreach. There, there were other people who were greater evil leaders. But you have to have context here. And they just take things out of context constantly. There were fine people on both sides. The thing he said right before he made that comment was, I'm condemning the, the white supremacists completely. I, I condemn them totally. He's talking about the people who wanted the statues and the people who didn't want the statues. It was those people he was talking about. That there were fine people on both sides of the argument that was going on for the one demonstration. That's all he was talking about. Oh, but they took, they took that up. They, they for, completely forgot about what he said right before that. Much like, I know that you're getting ready to, to go down to the Capitol soon. And please, you know, march down to the Capitol and peacefully and patriotically let your voices be heard. Same thing. All of a sudden, he's an insurrectionist for saying that. He in, incited a, a violent mob, an armed, you know, insurrectionist mob. They went down there and killed five police officers. That's what they're saying. Some people are saying this stuff. And then you got people who repeat it, which is even worse. Let's continue on. Are you worried well, you at know, all? Uh, okay. the Mueller. See, go right ahead. there. Sorry, go ahead. Well, right there, she almost talked about the Mueller report. 
Now, remember that we had a $40 million investigation that determined nothing. All we heard was platitudes again. Uh, yes, we're, we can emphatically say uh, we, that the Russians tried to interfere with our elections. Okay. And what? let's get some, okay, what's the content of that? What, how, how does that, what did they do? What, how, what, how did they influence it? Where did they try to hack results? Did they try, what, was it, was it an electronic influence? Was it just, they, they put a couple, like $120,000 worth of memes on, was, was this actually Russia proper or was this just Russians in general? Were these oligarchs? Were, who, who was this that did this? Was it, was it Putin himself on the computer buying ads on Facebook? What exactly were, was the interference? They, they won't tell us that. Does anybody know? Has anybody heard the news media report anything about the actual interference that Russia did from the news media? Legacy media, did they say anything about what the interference was? Have you ever heard that? Has anybody ever even asked the question? These are the kinds of questions that just drive me nuts. When I hear people say things like this and there's no depth to anything that they're, they're just making comments. They're just rattling off platitudes. This is much like Norman Finkelstein. I always, I always pick on this guy because he's a, he's a prime example of this. Half the population of Gaza is children. Half the population is unemployed. Half the population, it's a, the, the most dense populated uh, plot of land on the, on the planet. It's an it's a, it's a open-air prison. It's the largest open-air prison on the planet. It's, it's a, he, goes, he goes off with more, on, just on and on and on with this stuff. And nobody ever calls him out. Uh, excuse me, sir. There's no country on the planet that has a population of, that is half children. There's, there's not one single one. The highest one is, is not even 30%. How is that possible? And the more people that get killed over there, the higher the population gets. And every day there's thousands of people killed. And yet, where are the bodies? This genocide that's happening over there. I, that's, they were adding up the numbers. I don't think they expected this war to go on this long. Because it was about 10,000 people. There, there for a while, it was about 10,000 people per day were dying. Of course, that one, that one time, 500 people in a hospital that got, that got bombed. And, oh, no, that wasn't a hospital. It was a parking lot, and nobody was killed, and let's move on with that. Okay, that's none of that. They didn't, they didn't even say that. The, local, the media did not even – legacy media didn't even come out and say that. They just moved on. All of a sudden, that's out of the news. Genocide, genocide. Oh, 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 it's still genocide. Oh, they struck a building and killed 18 people. What, were they terrorists? Were they, what, who, what were the people? What? This is the kind of stuff that happens all the time, and it drives me insane because oh, it's, not a very, it's not a very long trip, by the way. Uh, they're, they're, they continually just go on about stuff that they have no, there's no substance, there's no depth to anything that they say. And it just bugs the daylights out of me. I have a lot of daylights in me. It just bugs them all out. First of all, we must be sure that he does not step one foot into the White House. We must be sure that he does not step one foot into the White House. This is a former president of the United States. Duly elected. Oh, but he was illegitimate. I forgot. He was an illegitimate Russian puppet. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Russians put him into office again. Again, the Mueller report uh, was very clear about that, that he was there because the Russians put him there, right? That's what the, that's what the Mueller report said, right? Is that what you're going to tell us? Nothing, nothing could be further from the truth. No collusion with Russia, none, zero. That's what the Mueller report determined. And Mueller was your guy. They continue this rhetoric, and now we're back at it again. It's Russia again. They are just insane with, I don't know, I don't know if it's jealousy. I don't know what it is. They just don't like the fact that some anti-establishment person has come in here and stirred it up and, and basically said, he's shaking the trees and saying, look at all the crap that's it's been happening here behind the scenes that you guys have no idea. It is time to clean house. My concern is what might happen, but let's continue. Not as president or not as anything. Not as anything. 
not even as a former president. Now, you realize former presidents have been invited to the White House and been, but apparently he cannot step one foot inside the White House. This is, this is unhinged, irrational behavior on Nancy's part. To not even have respect enough for a former president to allow him back into the White House on, on any terms and any means. Not even as a guest for a dinner. It's just insanity. This is just, it's just stupid. Just grace to the White House, to these presidents. It's a disgrace. I talked about George Washington. It's also uh -huh. President's Week for uh, Abraham Lincoln. When Abraham Lincoln died, it was embroidered in his coat that night at that theater. One country, one destiny. And he gave his life to unify our country. And now we have. He gave his life to unify our country. Uh, he was just murdered. That's, that's pure and simple. It was just murder. It was an assassination. It was the whole, there was a whole thing going on behind the scenes with this whole thing. The night that he got murdered and he just got murdered. That's what that was. He wasn't fighting. He was at a theater. He didn't lay his life down for anybody. He did. He put his life on the line. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying she makes, this is again, just, it just over the top statements like this. And how, why is she bringing up George Washington and, and Abraham Lincoln? She's, she's saying he's disgracing them. He disgraces them. Brings up these people, the founders who were, you know, slave owners. Lincoln obviously wasn't. They hate this. They hate the founders. But One who had the honor of serving in the White House, didn't consider it an honor, didn't consider his oath of office to protect and defend the Constitution. Uh, yeah, which Nancy did. As she tears up his speech, as she does all, which was federal property, by the way. Oh, it's just, oh, just Nancy ruled with an iron fist. And then she has the audacity to sit here and tell you that, well, this whole thing on January 6th was all, uh, folks, she was behind this whole thing. She wanted more to happen than what did happen. But let's, well, we'll keep on going. And th on this week, speaking out the way he did about N Navalny shows you that he is a person without values. He looks like he's going to be a person without dollars either. But the values are oh, what... Oh, oh, Jen got that one. She's laughing. She's laughing at that one. She's not laughing out loud, but she's over there chuckling. She's like, oh, he's got to be a person without dollars. We're going to ruin him financially. We're going to go out. Oh, really? We, we are. So would you be going after him if he wasn't, hadn't been a president? But really, you're going after him for things that he did while he was president or before, before he was president. And what is that? What do any, any of those things have to do? Would, would they have gone out or changed the laws? This, this is, not, it is completely purely political what they're doing. Completely. They, if, if Trump, Donald Trump had never run for office, gone on about his business. They would never have changed the laws so they could go back to go after him. They would never have changed the laws to go after him on this fraud case. They would never have done any of that. But it's, they can now because it's Donald Trump. Now it's Donald Trump, orange man, bad. Potential, potential president. Oh, if he becomes president, oh no. Here we go again. Concern us. Yes, the, the dollars. So I don't know what he has on him, but I think it's probably financial. I think it's probably financial, either something financial he has on him or something on the come. Okay. So Nancy's saying that I don't know what he has on him, but it's probably something financial. Probably something financial. So now you're just throwing out allegations again. You have no idea. Probably something financial. Oh, like what? Uh, can you give us an example of what you think that might be? Have you done an investigation on this, Nancy? Do you, do, you have, do you have some kind of inside information that you can make that kind of a claim? No, no, of course not. It just sounds good. She's just throwing it out there. And of course, Saki's not going to go after that at all. She's not going to confront that or say, well, how do you know? What do you know? What do you, how, what do you think? What do you, not going to dig down on that at all. It's just, it just sounds good. 
This is the kind of rhetoric that has got to stop. I just, I don't understand why they let them get away with this stuff. But they do. And they just continue to do it. Oh, well, the reason they get away with this because the reason they keep doing it is because they get away with it. That's what, that's, and they know it's, they're, they're going to be protected by this kind of stuff. It just continues on and on and on. But I digress. Let's we have another one here. Uh, I don't think there's anything left on that one. Let's, let's see here. Got anything? Yeah, there's nothing left on that one. Um, I'll go back here. Let's go here. You're this, telling us behind the scenes. He is sharp is, and okay, we're, Now we're going we're gonna to go back here to, uh, oh, what is this? Uh, another unhinged individual, Stephen Colbert. I started talking about this earlier. Stephen Colbert is uh, off his rocker. We have, um, and he's, he calls this comedy. Now, you can tell the kind of bubble this guy's living in because of the way he responds, the way he's acting and talking about this stuff. And we'll break this down a little bit as he, as he goes in, gets into it. John Stewart, who's filling in once a week now, I guess, at the, during the election season, because they need him to come in, the big gun, to come in and talk about the election. They didn't, they didn't want him to come in and talk about Joe Biden. And what he's done is he's coming in, he's making fun of Joe Biden a little bit. And they don't like that. But he realizes this guy is a buffoon as a candidate. I'm, you know, it's going to be a blowout if he, his, his, his approval rating just continues to go down. Biden, Biden's just in worse and worse shape all the time. I thought they had, they had something going on when they had the, the FBI agent that lied. But there's like 10 other issues of things that have been said. So it's like, it's not, not just, it's not just the FBI agent that they were depending on. That was a big one. But now I've come to find out he's lied about. It. Now, I don't think the, I think there's partial truth to some of this story. That's the problem that they've completely discredited the guy, put pressure on him of some kind. Whereas the FBI cracked down on the guy. They probably have some dirt on him. This is, this is where they start. This is how they do this stuff. They find out something, they put some pressure on the guy and then he has to back off. Or a family member or some, somebody. It's got some kind of pressure on them. This is how they do this stuff all the time. This is the way the FBI operates. They are a, a, a mob. They are a mafia, a cartel. They are an intelligence agency within the United States. That's how they, that's how they operate. People have asked me why I don't run. This is why I don't run. Because if they, if they can't find anything, they'll just make it up. That's how they operate. It's just, that's just SOP for these guys. So we'll continue on here. Let's, let's listen to John Stewart and his analysis. And then we'll talk a little about Colbert and the differences between the two and what's happening with these two guys. You're telling us behind the scenes he is sharp and full of energy and on top of it and really in control he's and leading. This is what this, he's saying that this is what the media is telling us about Joe Biden behind it. Oh, that's what the administration is saying behind the scenes is that this guy is on top of it, knows what he's doing. You're telling us behind the scenes he is sharp and full of energy and on top of it and really in control and leading. You should film that. <laughs> that would be good to show to people <laughs> instead of a TikTok where he goes, <laughs> We see he's in charge. You see, I like cookies. John. <laughs> so, that's. <laughs> That's the case. That's what we see. <laughs> so, so Colbert now is being, it's like people are actually jumping all over Stewart saying, well, why are you doing it this way? The, the way you're supposed to do it is, is the way Colbert is doing it. Because there, there's, you know, there are people out there who are unhinged. You know, a lot of the comments that I think, I think we see, um, frankly, with, with a lot of the YouTube, I've, I figured this out. It's, it's not it, because I've been looking at some of the comments and comparing them on, on a lot of the uh, MSNBC and, 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 and uh, CNN station channels. Uh, what do they call them? I guess channels, uh, whatever. On YouTube and the comments that are made. And by the way, people, folks, I, there have been some people who've made some comments uh, that I can read on Podbean. I have a really hard time responding to those. I'm not sure what happens with the Podbean web, uh, website and the and the app. But it is very difficult for me to respond to, to comments on there. However, I do really appreciate your comments. They actually help a lot. They help, help the channel a lot to get the, uh, they actually increase algorithms. I can't spell algorithm, but there, there apparently are some out there. And they're, 
apparently, uh, in order for me to respond to those, it's, it is a, it's a weird hoop to jump through. I don't know why they make it so difficult to do that, but it's, it's really bizarre. And I'm not even sure the responses get back to the individual. I don't, I have, I have no idea, but I do appreciate people responding to those. Now, um, on to this, on to this thing with Colbert. So here we go. Uh, he's, he's got problems. And this is, uh, let's just hear what he has to say here, uh, how he goes. On Twitter saying. I know, I know how numb we've become, but it's not normal. No other candidate for the presidency has ever had to pause his campaign to defend himself in multiple courts. I wonder why. No other candidate for the presidency has had to pause his, himself to go off and defend himself in multiple courts. I, gee, uh, Stephen. Maybe you should stop, take a step back, and wonder why that is. Well, because he's, he's, he's a crook. He's guilty. That, really? You really think so? And yet he's the number one, right now he's beating Joe, Joe Biden in the polls. It's obvious that among, among the Republican Party, he's going to be the candidate. So you, you think this is just... Well, let's go on. I would like to point out that in all seven of his cases, no one, no one doubts that he did these things. No one. In all seven of his cases, no one doubts that he did these things. Okay, first of all, what things? Let's let's name off the cases and what the cases are are about. And then name off that no one, no one doubts that he did those things. No one. No one in... Stephen Colbert's world. No one in his, in his bubble believes they did those things. This is the kind of thing, these people say this, this kind of rhetoric because in their world, no one else could possibly believe that he's innocent. Even though we're supposed to have the presumption of innocence until proven guilty, no one believes that Donald Trump didn't do these things. He's accused of these seven cases. This is, this, this is the world Stephen Gobert lives in. It's in his own little head. And unfortunately, Donald Trump is the center of his trigger point. We're just sitting around patiently waiting to find out if the wheels of justice will grind fast enough for there to be any consequences. And the media is covering it like it's any other political story. Like it's all horse race. What did I... It was, <laughs> that was liberal hive mind making this comment. What did I just witness? What did we just witness there? That's not comedy, folks. This is not comedy. And yet it continues on with this kind of malarkey. Malarkey. These people are unhinged. And, and they can't, they, they just, they can't, can't, they can't stand it. In their world, Donald Trump should be imprisoned or he should be executed because he's, he's a bad man. He's a Nazi. He's a racist. Nazi. He's the, he's the enemy. If we could just get rid of him, everything else would be fine. No, not everything's going to be fine if you get rid of him. Trust me, this is not going to end well. There's, yeah, I'm concerned about what might happen to our country if, if the threads are, this that thread gets pulled. I, I'm just, I'm, yeah, it's not going to be pretty. And folks, I, there are, oh, it's just not going to be pretty. So let's, let's, let's move on. This last, well, I guess that is the last part. I thought there was, I thought there was a little bit more to that. I guess there isn't. So that's, uh, that's all there is. So folks, that's all I've got for you today. Uh, unfortunately, it's all I, I can stand at this point. I have, uh, I, I do have a few other comments I'd like to make before we get done here. Um, Mark Dice did a, an AI experiment. Uh, on several different, like Chat GPT and different different AI platforms, he was he he put in. Please show me a picture of a white family, a, a happy white family, and he would get these disclaimers saying, "We can't we can't use you know we can't just dis, dis, uh, use racial. That's our our our." Our algorithms do not allow us, or whatever, whatever said, it doesn't allow us to do this 
kind of racial uh, figuring into things because it's, you know, it's dangerous. But then you ask him to show you a black happy family. It doesn't, well, sure, here you go. Here's a bunch of happy families, black people. If you ask for certain things, it would give you whatever. If you ask for a German family, a picture of a German group of Germans, it, it showed this diverse picture of Germans, and there was not a single white person in it. Traditional pictures of, of certain things, they'd, he'd ask for different traditional pictures of uh, a knight from the, from the, uh, you know, the early Roman times or whatever. Just different, different things like that. It was always black people. This is the kind of thing that it, it was doing. And of course, now they came out, they, they realized they got caught with this. Oh, we're going to fix this. I've seen commercials recently. I've seen all kinds of ads, uh, billboards, all kinds of things all the time now. Granted, I'm going up towards Chicago all the time. And there's, I understand that there's a heavy population there. And so it's, it's not unusual in those areas to show the people from the community in those pictures. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But when it's being shoved down our throats that all these people have to be either trans or certain skin, all the minorities have to be posted and you can't post white people because that's disgusting. White man bad. I think I played the other day, I played this thing with this young lady that was a kindergarten teacher. Pretty sure I played this. Maybe I can find it again here real quick. Um, it's got to be here somewhere. It's not that far away. It wasn't that long ago. And of course, it's not here. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, it's not there, not there. It's not there. It's something else. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't have it here. It's, it's, it's got to be here somewhere, but it's too far away. Um, this kindergarten teacher was talking about how we, we've been trying to get rid of y'all. She's talking about white people. Israel shouldn't exist and this country shouldn't exist. The colonizers should be gone. We've been trying to get rid of y'all and get, 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 you know, get you out. They, they want us gone. She wants us gone. This is a kindergarten teacher who takes teaching her, her children seriously. She's totally devoted to teaching her children. What are you teaching them? I'm glad that you're totally devoted to your job there. That's, that's great. But are you teaching uh, white children's things? Are you, are you just teaching black children? Or what are, you, and what are you teaching them exactly? They hate their white uh, neighbors? But the white man's bad and evil and needs to be gone? That's it's just scary stuff, really. It really is kind of scary. I, I, I can't think of any other way to put that. It's just, that's just, that's just scary. Well, now you know how we feel. I, you know, it's just, it's on and on with this stuff. I, I, you have no political power, institutional power. Uh, I'd say being a school teacher, that's quite a bit of institutional power right there. If you ask me, that's what I'd say. Uh, who am I? I'm not, I'm not a, whatever. Oh, folks, i tell you what. Um, it has been a long week for most people. It's not, it's, you know, it's been an, a pretty good week for me being able to do a show every day, which has been kind of nice. Uh, now, next week, very good possibility. I may be able to do a show. If, if the next week is any, any indication, if this last week is any indication of what it's going to be next, like next week, which it might be, um, I, it, it could very well be that I might have a, a complete week of shows next week. However, I am scheduled to be available all, all Monday through Friday next week. And so that's going to be very difficult for me to uh, have any kind of, even the Friday show is going to be a little difficult to make uh, any kind of total commitment to. However, I will do my best to do that. Uh, in the meantime, it is Friday. We, as, as the sun sets this evening, we are entering into Shabbat. So I will, I will just say Shabbat Shalom to you. Have a peaceful, restful day and weekend ahead of you. 
spend time with your family, spend time, hopefully all, you know, most of you get to spend time with your family, spend time with your, the people you love, your family, the people you worship with, the people who you trust. That's important. Folks, have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your weekend, and the rest of the month as it's drawing to an end this week. God bless, and uh, continue to pray for this nation, pray for this channel, pray for each other, pray for those in leadership, and we will get through this because God is in control.